Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Hey girls, welcome to week three of this Detours podcast series. Um, We are coming to you quarantined um, (laughs) in the midst of this coronavirus, and I actually have my friend uh, Brenna Kinise with me. She's a new part of our Waves team, so say hi, Brenna. Hello. (laughs) I wanted you girls to get to know her a little bit, even as we're diving into this detour series. Um, But first of all, Brenna, I have a very important question to ask you. What has been your go-to Corona comfy outfit since we've been quarantined? (laughs) Well, I think for me, because being at home all the time, it's easy to be like lazy. So I try to go ahead and put on workout clothes in the morning so I will make sure that I work out that day and it will remind me um and so I just kind of living in workout clothes (laughs) (laughs) I did the same exact thing yesterday (laughs) yeah so I pretty much live in like athleisure (laughs) that's okay that's totally okay me too I feel like that's been my go-to during this whole quarantine process and I will say like I had gone two days and not worked out. And so yesterday I put on like my full pure bar ready outfit. And I was like, you are not getting in bed till you like exercise of some. (laughs) I totally get it. Uh, Well, what is the most interesting thing you've done during this quarantine time? I've seen on your Instagram, you've been doing some fun stuff. (laughs) <laughs> I have. It's been a lot. I'm trying to think of like what would be the most interesting. Um, I've been trying to stay active a lot and like being outside. I will. I think because we live at the beach and I that's a huge part of my life and the beaches are closed. I think the most interesting thing would be uh, me and a couple of my friends basically created our own beach in our front yard and like brought out our speaker we laid out our towels and our chairs we were in our bathing suits literally in our front yard and it was just hilarious because so many people were driving by and it was just funny but like we were like you know what there's the sun is shining and it's we're just gonna make the most of this (laughs) I totally understand I I have sat out in my backyard in my swimsuit a few times and like just read and like gone, okay. I even, I will say I drove past the beach. I was feeling so like frustrated with just with being in my little square of Lola circle. Um, <laughs> I just told everyone where I live. Um, you don't really know where I live, but anyway. <laughs> um, but I've been I, there one time. You've been there one time, yeah. So I, um, I typically me and Brenna meet for coffee or meet out somewhere because Brenna lives in 30A and I live in Destin. Mm-hmm. Taylor's about to live in Crestview, and so we're all going to be spread apart. But we have decided to do these Zoom calls um, during the month and then like meet up in person. So I've actually never been to Brenna's house, although we're really good friends. <laughs> We're going to change this post quarantine. (laughs) Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So, um, tell us just a little bit about you, Brenna, like help, help our girls get to know who you are. So tell me about you. (laughs) 
Okay, well, I start off with the basics. I'm 29 years old. I will be 30 in August. Um, Welcome to your my, <laughs> I know. Whoop, whoop. Wait, yeah, what's your birthday? August 17th. Okay, mine's the yeah. 30th, so. 30th, okay. Yeah, so I'm 29. I am single, and my career is I'm a photographer, so I have a business. I love it. It's very creative. I shoot a lot of weddings and She's very living at the, guys. <laughs> yeah. Living at the beach is a lot of tourists. And so photography really keeps me busy. People coming in and out wanting family pictures. Um, and I'm also a worship leader at my church and I love writing music, working on a worship album at the moment. And what church and, is that? Um, Christian International. Yes. And so I am, yeah, so I love, love, love music and I'm very creative. Um, my giftings are more like in the art realm of life um and yeah i love people i'm very community oriented uh loving outside yeah i don't know very cool that, what's that's the title about. of your album that's coming out i don't even know yet <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out this fall though right that is the plan yes okay. um quarantine's kind of slowed down some things but the plan is to still try to have it out by then the first single is about to be released called all things new it's um, but guys <laughs> <laughs> very excited about that a lot of a lot of it's funny that the first single is going to be called all things new because i've always played music and sung and written for fun but actually recording and the whole back-end process and releasing and putting an album together is very new. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of um, yeah. leaning on the Lord. And yeah, so it's been a cool process, but I'm still very much in the middle of it, um, but really enjoying it. It's, it's been really fun. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I know like a little bit of your story, but like what made you want to join the Waves team? Like how did you get on our team? Share with everybody kind of that sequence of events. Yeah. So <laughs> Christy Merriman, your friend, uh, yeah. and now my friend too, um, she came and spoke at my church and I was leading worship and she just came up to me afterwards and she's like, I think we have similar friends. And so um, she's like, I am on a team, Waves Girls, and they do conferences and we need a photographer. And do you do photography? She's like, I think I've seen that like online or something. <laughs> and so um, I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, let me get your email. and if you would like to, you know, might want you to come shoot the conference. And so that was the connection. There's a truck that's about to drive by. So I'm going to wait a second. Um, doing this podcast outside. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I went into the conference and then met you, Caroline. And um, I think on, on the way to shooting conference, God really, I felt like the Lord was saying, this is going to be a lot more than just you doing photography for this ministry, it's going to be, it's, it's going to, I'm going to open your eyes to some things that I've called you to do and build some great relationships. And once it was really cool to be able to photograph the whole thing. Cause I really got to see, um, how you lay out, you know, the entire thing. And it was, I was like, wow, like this is such an amazing ministry and God's really moving in this. And I felt like the Lord was like, just pointing out different things that he was like, some of these things for now I've called you to do. And like, it was just a cool thing. <laughs> And then, um, but I still was kind of like, I don't know, like, okay, Lord, you'll make it clear. Um, and then, yeah. And then Caroline, you wanted to hang out and we had dinner and, and coffee and all the things and hang out with Christine. It was just kind of like this slow, organic kind of, well, I guess it wasn't that slow, but it was a very organic build of like relationship. And then, um, 
And then you invited me to come and just kind of like sit in on one of your meetings. And on the way to the meeting, I had prayed because you had told me, you know, I feel like the Lord might want you to be a part of this team, pray about it. And so I had been. And, um, and in the middle of this time, I've been asking Lord a lot of questions about, um, I just feeling, I'm feeling him pulling me more in, into more ministry work. And what does that look like? And been growing a lot in that. And no, I had had a few words from different people telling me that, um, women's ministry was be something I was going to be moving in. And it just, none of that had really come into play yet. And so we're driving to this meeting <laughs> for Waves Girls and I asked, Lord, I was like, Lord, can you please write it on the wall? This is something that you've called <laughs> me to be a part of because I'm doing a lot of things right now. I'm growing as a worship leader. I'm writing an album. I have a business. I'm, I'm just moving in a lot of things and um, have a pretty tight schedule. But I, you know, want to be obedient to anything you call me to. And so, uh, yeah, anyways, just left that meeting, just feeling the Lord's presence, feeling, just hearing so many confirmations. I couldn't even keep up with like, Brenna, it just even going back to just like as a young girl, different things that God has just instilled in me and poured into me. That's he's just as he's building me and growing me into who into what he's called me to do. It was just so many things were just kind of like reminded, and God was just like, This, 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 this. Okay, oh wait, all right, I've got to hear you. This is just so many confirmations, I can't run from this. Like, yeah, and it just was a coming, it was a cool coming together of like my eyes were kind of open to like oh, wow, you've, some of these things you've been developing in me, this, it's for some of this and it's exciting. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a quick answer for you, but I guess (laughs) that wasn't super (laughs) Like It cracked me up because like the, she was just, I best, I guess the best way to put it was she was just highlighted. I'm just like, you take a highlighter and go over something in like a textbook. Like she was just highlighted to me. And so I felt like I needed to get to know her and it was funny because when did you go to Paris? What month was that? January. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like right before she went to Paris, me and her had grabbed lunch at like a place and I had felt like maybe she was supposed to join the waves team just like through different things. And I was like, okay, God, like I want you to do this organically the same way that you've done it with every other person. Cause that's one thing that I think has been really cool is like, the Lord has spoken to pretty much everybody that's been a part of the waves team, as well as like me or Christy or both of us, like separately. And then we've come together and been like, yeah, we like, (laughs) we feel like the Lord is speaking this. And I was like, okay, God, like when she comes back from this Paris trip, like, I want to know if you've laid it on her heart to be a part of this. And like, if you have, then that I want like that confirmation and me and you, like we grabbed dinner, like a couple nights after you got home from Paris and we spent y'all, we were at this Mexican restaurant till like (laughs) midnight for real. We closed. (laughs) We literally closed down the restaurant. (laughs) Um, but whenever we were there, uh, it was so funny. Um, whenever we were there, like at one point during our conversation, she had asked me to share kind of some of the heart behind waves and I started sharing and she just was like yeah I really just I want to tell you I don't really know what this looks like but if you want me to be involved like I'm very open to this like I I feel like and and it was something about like you you had been somewhere in Paris and had felt like the Lord was talking to you and I was like that Mm -hmm. is legitimately like the go for me to invite her to our annual waves Mm -hmm. like board meeting and so I did so anyway it's just been a really cool thing and we're still learning and growing and like 
it's a new season for waves and it's uh, some changes going on, but it's good. And so like, we're yeah. just all kind of growing and evolving with it, just like everybody else. We've all been kind yes. of a detour. So, um, with that being said, I, we've been talking about this detours topic and, um, just the fact that like a detour is a route that you take that leads back to the same place or to mm -hmm. the same path, but it's just a roundabout way. And you typically don't know this new path. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to ask you, like, what is a detour that God has taken you on before? Um, there's been quite a few detours. I mean, life is a detour <laughs> um, in a lot of ways, you know, God constructing our character and developing things in us. Um, I think a detour for me is probably just a season that had a, was full of a lot of transition. Um, it was the end of like about a five or six year of just kind of like a wilderness season with the Lord and um, just a lot of bold prayers and feeling like the Lord had just like a higher calling over my life in a lot of ways. And I was like, okay, what is that Lord? And um, asking for him to just kind of like, you know, um, move me where he needed to and like grow things in me. And so it's just a season of a lot of transition where um, I, God called me to go on a mission trip that was almost three months. And so I was leaving my business. And so that was new. That was a new detour. I was moving around to different countries. Um, and God was just teaching me so much during that time, pulling me away from any like distraction or anything and just growing a ton in him. Um, he also around that same time, um, called me to a different church and then also coming off the mission trip, my, um, the, a hurricane hit and then we moved homes and then our house flooded. And then during that whole time, also my family, um, was going through a rough time because my grandfather was in and out of the hospital and he was dying. And so it was just a season of lots of change and also physically moving around a lot too and learning how to depend on the Lord in a new way. Um, and it's funny God just reminds whenever you're going through a detour spiritually, oftentimes there's physical elements to that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like the Lord really, the Lord prepared me as he does like going into that. So like I had been like in a lot of just in the secret place with him leading up to that, had he'd been preparing me. So when the time came to like physically make some changes, I knew it was him. Um, but it was still, you know, a lot change can be challenging. And so you just, you know, trusting him in a, in a new way, which was beautiful. And, um, I look at that time as just so much growth and just such a blessing and like thankful for it because it really, um, girded up my strength in him and whose I am and, um, who he is for me and started hearing him in new ways. Um, but it was just, it was just a, a season of about nine months of like six detours. <laughs> and so, but, um, yeah, it was, um, it was a season that marked me, but it was, it was definitely like a, a lot, but it, it, was, it was so, so good. And I just, the Lord's faithfulness and it was just so beautiful. And I remember his faithfulness and his detail when I walk into other deep little detours that come into mouth and like, Oh well, God, you brought me through all of that change. You'll bring me through this right. and like, you know, building that strength. Um, because life is full of so many detours. I love what you said, um, that it was a season that marked you. You know, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, like whenever we take these detours, it, it is, it's a marking time. It's a time mm -hmm. where it's like, God, like you come out of that detour season changed. Like you mm -hmm. might get back on the same path or the original path that God has called you to, but you are changed in the process. So how you walk that path looks different. 
or, or yeah. even how you react to things on that path is different because you went mm -hmm. on that detour. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Um, so we've been talking through like the book of Jonah and like really just mm -hmm. kind of saturating in the word where we talk about this guy who was a prophet who um, had been a really successful prophet, a good prophet, and he was called to go to a land that he didn't want to go to. And so um, whenever we have detours, a lot of times we have the option to go on the path or to resist it. And he was one that resisted it. And so in that process of him resisting it, he actually ends up in the, the belly of a fish. And um, last week we talked about how he was in the belly of that fish and not only was it dark and painful and, and probably pretty lonely, but it was quiet. He didn't talk to God about being in the belly of the fish for three days, which um, we've all put God on trial before whenever um, mm -hmm. we've been irritated with our life or our circumstances um, or even with him. And so I just know that, that we all have experienced dark seasons of being mm -hmm. in the detour because we can't see what's ahead. But Jonah ends up, um, he ends up basically crying out to God in the midst of that dark place. And so um, I just want to, you know, ask you, like, when have you experienced deliverance in a dark season? Mm -hmm. Yes. So. One that I feel like is sticking out to me right now is about six or seven years ago, I had something kind of traumatic happen to me and I didn't deal with it in the moment and kind of just let it sit and brew and didn't really deal with it in a healthy way. Um, and yeah, so it just kind of built up over time and um, kind of created some unhealthy neuropathways in my brain to with just some unnecessary fear. And so um, the more I grew in Christ and the more because he's so loving and caring and he knows exactly what we need. And so I just, it kind of halted some things for me in a lot of ways. And I just kind of was living in this like state of fear that was kind of underlying that kind of like came off of that. And so the Lord sent me because he's so kind and he, <laughs> he sent me someone that really just pulled all that out of me and I had to get real vulnerable and it was so uncomfortable and it took me so long to be able to fully like expound upon all the details of it to really um walk out my deliverance and in, in it and um it was years of just layers coming off because it's, it's not always an instantaneous thing it's you have to walk it out and put the work into it and um walk out your deliverance it's you you can definitely get layers of freedom as you go along in it um but it's really god is i feel like what so my season was, yeah, so it was like coming, it came from that root and then it just kind of had built and um, really just kind of had to take about six or seven years to really walk out the deliverance. Um, but I learned so much from it and um, something that I've carried with me into seasons now. So now I know when anything at all related like I learned how to hear the Lord's voice the enemy's voice and my voice and that was something I really like learned that I brought out of that um but yeah so for me so you learned so one of the things you said is like from that process of walking out deliverance and being delivered in the midst of a dark season like you said that one of the things that came out of that was like you understanding the voice of God versus mm -hmm. the other voices and yes. that's 
I mean, that guides and directs so much of our lives is, mm -hmm. is what voices we choose to turn the volume up yes. on and which yeah. ones we turn down the volume. Yes, um, exactly. I know like in Jonah, uh, in Jonah chapter two, um, here is Jonah. He finally cries out to the Lord. And, and I'm just going to read like this prayer that he cries out to God. Cause I think a lot of times, like where you, like whenever you got that deliverance, um, if I, if I'm thinking of the same story, like you probably cried out to a friend as well as to the Lord, you know? Um, and yes. And like, sometimes it looks like finally voicing it, um, mm -hmm. to a person or, cause it's like, as soon as you voice, whatever it is, light is exposed on it and you realize it's not as scary as you thought because <laughs> exactly. you're not yeah. alone. Um, and, and even like crying out to the Lord is a good place to go. Even if it seems silly or feels weird, because I know sometimes I get in these cycle thoughts in my head where I'm like, well, God, you already know what I think. So I don't have mm -hmm. to actually talk to you about that. Mm -hmm. You know, but exactly. the truth is, is he wants to hear it from you. Like, yes. just like I may know what a friend is struggling with, but once they finally say it, that's whenever I have the freedom to step in and expose truth. And so exactly. once we finally admit it to the Lord, like he can step in. So listen to like what, um, what Jonah prayed to the Lord from the belly of this fish. He says, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol, I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the floods surrounded me, and your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me, even to my soul, the deep closed around me. Which I love that imagery because mm -hmm. you think about him being in that belly of a fish, and it's like, he couldn't like physically turn himself towards the holy temple. Like he couldn't mm -hmm. physically do that, but his heart was turned towards mm -hmm. like the holiness of God. Yes. And mm -hmm. he felt completely surrounded by these deep waters. And, and it's like, you think about him being in that belly filled, like filled up to the surface with water, but it's like, he says, even to my soul, like, like water is filled up so far over mm -hmm. my head that it's gone. It's penetrated me. It's gone into my heart and into my soul. It says the deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head, which again, I just kind of like see this like turban of weeds, like from the mm -hmm. sea <laughs> wrapped around his head. I went down to the moorings of the mountains, the earth with its bars closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought up my life from the pit, O Lord, my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer went up to you into your holy temple. Those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Um, and so the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. I love that immediately after Jonah speaks, his mind and his heart, the Lord, like that, um, that deliverance, like it took Jonah a process of time, but the Lord's deliverance is immediate. He's yes. like, okay, you might take days yeah. or months or years <laughs> to get delivered, but my yep. deliverance, I can do in a second. So exactly. just out of curiosity, um, what, like what part of Jonah's prayer resonates with you? Yes. And I think, I think just, and it even kind of goes with what you just said. I think that 
for in my testimony, I definitely dragged out like my process a little longer than it should because I didn't like I would go to the Lord, but sometimes I would still like sit in things longer than I should and not believe we what I know to be true about the Lord. We <laughs> tend to do that. And so um, I think what sticks out to me the most is no matter where you are, you can be top of the Chrysler building or in the belly of a whale or over here in like Timbuktu and God's going to hear you and he's there and he answers you and his answers look different in every season and the walking out looks different in every season, but he is always there. And, um, sometimes the process isn't always easy, but it's always simple with him and it's always just coming back to him and, um, knowing who he is for you and who you are in him. And it's just a beautiful thing. And so I think what sticks out to me the most is that no matter when he was crying out to the Lord, it says he answered him and he was right, right there, no matter where he was, no matter what he was doing. And it's all about the heart being postured correctly. And God is a deliverer and he's a protector and he will restore things and heal things and just reverse things. Yeah. And it's just, it's so beautiful. And it's just his kindness and his care for us. is just, and also his patience. I think it's the biggest thing that I've like really learned about the nature of God in my process of like deliverance is just his patience and his perseverance with us. Like some of the things I'm like, how are you so patient with me? Like I should have learned this three <laughs> years ago. Like, but I'm going through it again, but that's okay. And like, there's no reason and there, you know, there's no condemnation in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so just being patient with yourself, I've learned how to be more patient with myself, walking out deliverance and healing, seeing God's nature of patience with me. Yeah. And, um, I just think that that is one of my biggest takeaways is just how just patient and good he is. And he is so faithful. Like he never leaves us nor forsakes us. And he goes before us and he, he, what we're going through is not forever. And so, yeah. um, remembering that in those moments when it feels like you're everything around you, the water's coming up to your chin, like it getting God's perspective on where you're at and going, always going back to him and knowing this isn't going to last forever. That's just a process right. and it's going to make you stronger coming out of it. You come out of it and it's so much more reward, rewarding than where you were, which is why you know, you don't regret after you've walked out of that, you yeah. don't regret anything you walked through. Like you, you're like, wow, I'm 10 times stronger and know whose I am in my identity. And I feel like that's one of my big take. Another big takeaway is I'm like, just feel so much stronger and have more foundation in the Lord and who I am. And that bleeds into everything in your life. Absolutely. It mm -hmm. reminds me of Psalm 23, where it talks about like, you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but you will fear no evil. And I think a lot of times, like when we see that shadow of death, or we see that thing that we need deliverance from, um, we want to like, in our hearts, we want to run through it. Um, <laughs> and, and a lot of times the Lord is like, I'll take your hand and I'll walk you through it. Like, it's okay. Yes. Like I am mm -hmm. here every step of the way with you. And it's just a walk. Um, yeah. and I will lead you out of that valley of the mm -hmm. shadow of death. Like, so yes. you're no evil. Um, yes. I love that. Well, and I think about, um, you know, this past fall at my church, we were doing a sermon series on Jonah and it's weird because I feel like over the last like year, I have studied Jonah more than I ever have in my entire life. For some reason it has been like, for one, we did a sermon series on it and I was preaching at one of our beach services on that series. But then I did like a girl's Bible study on it. And then as I was praying about what to talk about, like in this season with this quarantine and Corona, like it was again, just highlighted to me. And it's so funny because Jonah chapter two is where I'm going to be basing my message out of for waves destined this year. As I talk mm. about currents, That'll be good. Um, 
Yeah, I'm so excited. And I, I've, that's part of the reason why I wanted to have someone else on to talk about this topic, because I was like, I have a message prepared, but it's not time to release it. But, um, <laughs> but I know like, I, and I want to hear other people's perspectives too, but I know that there's a song um, and it's an old hymn, but it's called Love Lifted Me. And um, yes. it talks about like, but the master of the sea heard my cry and from the waters he lifted me, safe am I. And I just think like how the Lord, like he hears our cry and he just lifts us right out of that into, yes. into his safety. And it's his love that does that. Yes. Um, his mercy is, is everlasting. Um, yes. So, I, and I just want to ask you, you know, what has been the biggest change for you? Like, as you've talked about, like getting deliverance out of a dark season, mm -hmm. like, what has been the biggest change for you today? Like that you've seen in yourself and your walk, like something that kind of pops up and you're like, Oh, I handle that totally different now. Um, God has completely renewed my mind. Um, and actually <laughs> the, the verse, it's kind of like my, it's my verse and I actually got a tattoo of it. It's on my wrist, but it's, <laughs> God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love and sound mind. And during um, some of my dark seasons, that's what I would really just kind of say over my life, sing over my life write it down all the time. And, um, I just feel like I can totally feel a complete difference when some of those things that come at you in life, I feel a complete change in how I respond to it and take it in. My mindset doesn't immediately jump to fear anymore. It jumps to the Lord and who he is for me and what I've seen him do and what he's, it's just a complete different mindset shift. And it just feel like my mind is, I know that the Lord has healed my mind in a lot of ways. Um, I don't jump to fear. I jump to Christ and, um, that's his good. love. I don't and jump to fear. I jump to Christ. That's good. Yes, it, I immediately like respond in that healthy truth kind of a way if that makes sense. I don't like immediately go the other way. And, um, I, it's, it's a really beautiful thing. I, I sleep better because of it. It's just, it, it bleeds into everything when your, your mind such because your mind has, it really is such a big part of you. And, um, when you can shift your mindset, everything else shifts. Um, and so even my countenance feels different. I feel freer because my mind is freer in Christ. And, um, he just really, he really healed a lot of things and transformed a lot of things in me during that like wilderness season of my life. And just, um, I just, I honestly feel like a completely different person. <laughs> and so I'm so thankful. And even close family members can see the freedom and difference in me. And, you know, they couldn't always put their finger on what it was. And then, but then I'd share about what God had been doing. And then they're like, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And, um, cause it's more of an internal like way of, cause some, that sometimes the things, you know, things that you think in your mind, you don't always share with everyone, but right. you're still thinking it and it's part of you. And so for me, it was a lot of like unseen transformation, but that bleeds into seeing things which God uses for the kingdom. So it's cool to see your transformation impacting others. And, um, yeah, just, I think that's probably the thing is the mindset change. That's cool. And mm -hmm. I think, I mean, didn't some of your songs come out of that season too, like of change? Oh yeah. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, I love how God, oh, will I needed to walk with what's cool. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. for sure. Um, sorry to cut you off. I think it like froze or something. <laughs> um, and then after realize you're still talking, I'm like, Oh no, she thinks I interrupted her. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's three or four songs. So this, 
I used to write music a lot, but didn't share it. Um, and then I kind of went through a season where I wasn't writing at all. And I was kind of sad about it. I was like, Lord, like, this is a very dry season. And it was necessary though, because I needed to grow in the Lord. I needed to hone in. He needed to um, heal, heal me of some things, work through some things and kind of strengthen me in some areas before this album came out, before I did anything with music again. And um, so once I really walked through that and came out of that season, it was just like all these songs started pouring out. And it's just right. been the coolest thing. Um, and I'm in the middle of that process. But yeah, there's, there are three specific songs that were like beginning, middle, and like end of this season, which is cool. They're the only three that are finished right now. <laughs> three out of seven songs. But yeah, it is funny that you bring up Psalm 23 because one of my, per one of my testimonial pers personal songs on there is a lot of talking about valleys in Psalm 23 and um, my transformation and um, that I needed to walk through some of these things in order to be able to uh, speak into some things. That's cool. songs and write these songs so it's, it's been cool and it's, it's neat the songwriting process that God's so detailed and cool and he, he, he knows each of his children so well and how they like to learn and what sparks them and so it's cool that like I'm learning so much about even the word having to dive into scriptures in a different way to write songs and it's just fun yeah you know? so that's been a cool <laughs> thing that's come out of songwriting kind of blooming now again that's so, so cool. I love that yeah. Well, Britta, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today and just sharing with us and sharing your heart. Um, we are so excited to have you. She's actually speaking girls um, on the low, the low tide session at Waves Destin this year, and we're excited for that. Um, but thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so happy to be a part. <laughs> Um, well, we hope you have a blessed day, girls, and just remember that God delivers you out of the darkness, and maybe go back to Jonah 2 and reread uh, that prayer and pray it for yourself today. Pray, um, pray it over um, whatever area you're experiencing darkness or you're wanting deliverance, um, and just ask the Lord to literally um, deliver you from it. So have a great day, girls. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.